And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And uh, this is going to be, well, second to the last one of the year here as we are closing in on the state championships down at Lucas Oil. And uh, in this show, we're going to be talking with our panel of experts. We're going to talk about each one of the games, the six games down at Lucas Oil. And we also got some great interviews from coaches that won they're semi-states and are heading into Lucas Oil. So it's going to be an exciting show, an interesting show, as we talk about these teams and what they've done and how they've gotten down to the state finals in each one of the classes. So stick around. It should be a good show. should be interesting and have a lot of insight from a number of coaches and perspectives from our panel of experts. So thanks for tuning in, and hang on. It's going to be a good show. Big Cat Promotions wants to congratulate your team for an outstanding season and help you celebrate your conference and state tournament series success with what we call the Triple Option. Commemorate your team's success, create a lifetime treasure for your players and coaches, plus provide a fundraiser for your program. You see, Big Cat Promotions works with hundreds of designers that are ready to take your idea and turn it into a family keepsake. Trophies, plaques, medallions, magnets, window clings. With over 100,000 products available, we can create just about anything that will be a lifetime reminder of your team's success. Call me, the Big Cat, today at 574-551-5916 or email at tiger at bigcatpromotions.com and congratulations on an outstanding season. And welcome back, everyone, once again to this special edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast, because this time we're talking about the whole enchilada, the state championship games down at Lucas Oil. And I've got uh, Coach Hall of Fame coaches with me here, Coach Ted Huber, Coach Marty Huber, and Coach Bob Bridge. And we're going to talk about these uh, six games that are lined up at St. Uh, or rather down at uh, Lucas Oil and uh, give us some expert insight on that and uh, just talk about uh, the whole general atmosphere of this exciting time of the year, the most wonderful time of the year in every football coach's mind. So, uh, Coach Ted Huber, I'll let you kick things off. All right. First of all, I'd like to say uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast of the commissioners, uh, it's worth the price of admission. Uh, They did a great job. Uh, explaining everything, and uh, you know, uh, we're going to follow up with it today. So it was fun. I got six days. All right, mm-hmm. I've got six days. We got number five Carroll of Allen County, which is thirteen and zero. Coach Doug Dynan beat Warsaw to win the sectional. Beat Lafayette Jeff to win the regional, and last week. Beat number one Hamilton Southeastern twenty-one to fifteen uh, to win the semi-state, and they will be gone uh, going after their first state championship. They are paired up with number three Center Grove, eleven and two. Coach Eric Moore beat Columbus North in the sectional. Beat Warren Central in the regional. And last week, beat number two, Indianapolis Cathedral, 33-10 to 10 in the semi-state. Center Grove has won four state championships, all coached by Eric Moore, so they'll be going after their fifth and their third in a row. Mm-hmm. 
So any comments on 6A? Well, I tell you what, for Carol to do what they've done, and after seeing them up close and personal, they have progressively gotten better as the uh, season has moved along and as they've gotten into the state tournament series. Uh, I frankly didn't think, and I think I made that statement, I didn't think they'd get much past the regional uh, by Jeff there, and uh, they have done that and much, much more by knocking off Hamilton Southeastern, number one in the state. So um, it's going to take a gigantic effort for them to knock out uh, Center Grove because Center Grove has been there, done that, and uh, they're used to it. But uh, I certainly wouldn't uh, discount them, not not after their performance of working their way in, through the state ch- uh, championship series. Yeah, I thought Center Grove score was kind of surprising. Yeah. 33 yeah. 10, that's a pretty big spread, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a- uh, yeah, the score, the, it was 10 to nothing Cathedral first quarter. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then they turned it around. They turned it around, and the wind was blowing. And Center Grove got serious about it and scored 33 straight points. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like they actually beat them up. You know, uh, they were a better team. Uh, they they just beat them up. Right, right. So like I say, Cathedral was one of um, Center Grove's losses on October 14th. They lost to Cathedral 29-40, mm-hmm. and then came back last Friday and then beat Cathedral, like you said, 33 to 10. Mm-hmm. I, I found on their website those averages, um, and I thought this was interesting. Um, Carroll is averaging 37.2 points a game. That's fourth in 6A and 40th of all the schools. Mm-hmm. Center Grove is averaging 35.6 points a game. That's fifth in 6A and fifth overall. And on defense, uh, Doug, um, Carroll, the Chargers are holding their opponent 9.7. That's second at 6A, but 10 overall. So I thought that was uh, an interesting point there. Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. Even matchup. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to 4A, guys. 5A. 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 Oh, you're going to go. Okay. I was going by the day. That's right. Let's go to 5A. Okay. Correct. So the, the 6A game is at 7 o'clock on Friday, right? Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, 5A. Talk about a surprise of the tournament. Number nine, Valparaiso, mm-hmm. 10 and 3. Coach Bill Marshall. Beat Chesterton, their old buddies up there in the sectional. In the regional, beat number five, Maryville, who had beaten them earlier in the year. And in the semi-state, beat number one, Fort Wayne Snyder, 22-21 to 21 in overtime. They have won one state championship way back in 1975, and the coach then was Tom Stokes. What so offense gone after their second one? What offense did Tom Stokes coach? He was single wing. Yes, good, good, good. <laughs> okay, we have with them number two, Whiteland, 12 and 1. 
Coach Darren Fisher. In the sectional, beat their neighbor and conference mate Franklin, number eight Franklin. In the regional, beat Plainfield. And last week in the sectional, went to Castle, 21-7. Victor's down there on John Lighty Field. This will be the first state finals performance for Whiteland and obviously for Darren Fisher. Any comments about 5A? Yeah, I just wondered, Valpo had to go for two. Indicative of that score anyway. Mm, yeah. In overtime. Yeah, they did. did they? I, I, yes. Does anybody know? Yes. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Gutty right. call. Absolutely. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But uh, I tell you what, an interview, and we talked to Coach Marshall on a couple occasions there, and he is uh, uh, Mr. Positive. He's upbeat. Uh, they actually stopped on the way over to Fort Wayne at Warsaw here to get their kids, allow them to stretch out in our gym and use the bathroom and uh, go through their special teams. And uh, he is just all positive and. Uh, He's got uh, he he brought all of his kids with him as many of them as you can. I think he's got like 125 of them in the top four grades. Uh, so he's got them uh, motivated and ready to play. So uh, uh, you know, and Valpo's been there and done that. Although um, Whiteland, uh, we have an interview uh, with Coach uh, Fisher, which we'll play here for you in a moment there, and they are just excited. And got that whole place fired up about them being in the state championships too. So it's going to be a great football game. With that, well, be- the number one thing I like about it is that uh, it's you know Valpo. It's been a long time since they've been there. Whiteland's never been there. Uh, it's kind of like fresh blood, if you will. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it just it to me it just makes it more exciting because you don't have the same old same old. Right. It, right. Uh, statistically, Valpo is is allowing 15 points a game. That's fifth in 5A, and it's tied for 39th. Then Whiteland defensively is allowing 13.08. That's third overall in 27th. Mm-hmm. Then Whiteland on offense is scoring 35.4 points a game, and that's fourth for 5A. So, uh, and there's Tom Stokes and Bill Marshall. You can't mention Valpo without mentioning the, the big guy, Mark Hoffman, who's now in South Dakota. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I tell you what, we've got this interview with Coach Darren Fisher. Uh, why don't we uh, take a listen to that, and then we'll come back. Okay, we have Darren Fisher, Whiteland, winner over Castle. I think it was 21-7 last night. Took a little bus trip. Uh, went south, probably a lot warmer down there, huh? Oh, not by much. I would say a few <laughs> degrees, but it wasn't windy. Let's put it that way. That oh, was that good. was a plus. Yeah. Was a- well, tell us about tell us about it. I didn't get a chance to talk to Coach Hurt last night, but uh, uh, I texted him a little bit. But uh, tell us about the ball game, Darren. Well, I, I think we were very fortunate. You know, we we're one of those. Um, I'm one of those people that like to you know, defer and, uh, you know, kind of play that middle eight, score the last drive of the 
second quarter and the first drive of the third quarter, but we didn't get a chance to do that. So we had to start with the football. So I was very pleased that we put together a long five minute drive uh, and scored uh, on the opening drive. And then uh, defensively, uh, we got them stopped, um, got the ball back and scored again. So we were up 14 0 uh, right away. And, and I thought we, we ran the ball very well. You know, uh, Castle, Doug Hurt does a phenomenal job. And they had a, uh, you know, their, 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 their wide zone scheme is difficult to get stopped. And they've got a really good running back doing it and a, and a very good set of receivers and tight ends that, um, you know, can execute those those play action shots, and and we got them stopped, and got our, and I think that helped us a lot. I think getting off to a really good start, um, starting fast, really helped us out. And then we kind of had a chance to go up twenty one zero, and um, we missed on a on a throw. We had the ball inside the ten and didn't convert, and then our field goal got blocked, and that gave Castle some momentum, and they went down and scored. And so instead of twenty one zero us, it was fourteen to seven at halftime, and. Um, I was just so proud of the grit that our kids showed. You know, we've been talking about, um, you know, both teams want to win, but one team imposes their will on the other one at some point because they just keep playing hard and playing with poise. And I thought that's what happened in the third quarter. Uh, we were able to kind of, you know, get them, get them not just stop, but kind of stonewall them and force some punts and do some things. And then our offense, because we had another, you know, we kind of pride ourselves on how long can those drives be. You know, four yards, four yards to play can't be stopped. And we right. probably had a, you know, nineteen or twenty play drive to, to score the last touchdown that kind of kind of put the game away for us. And uh, like I said, our kids just they showed a lot of grit and a lot of toughness. It yeah. was, uh, it, was well, it was great to see. Well, coach, we keep track of you guys throughout the season and stuff. And uh, of course, as you rise above, as you did throughout the whole season, there we kept hearing about Whiteland and how physically tough. Uh, your outfit is and so uh, you know that's a credit of course to your kids but also your coaching staff to get them to play at that level so they must be uh, on fire for you that's great that's a great thing now you know it, it's courage I, I say it all the time you know it takes courage to hit it really does and you know it's not it's not normal to go run down somebody's middle that's sure. not normal mm-hmm. um, and these guys have a tremendous amount of courage to go hit not just on Friday but you know, all week long during practice. I mean, we, we go really hard. We're, we're physical even right now on Mondays and Tuesdays. And, oh, wow. um, cause that's the way our kids, that's the way our kids play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think, um, I think it's, I think our physicality has had an awful lot to do with us staying healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always a little bit of luck. Sure. I think our physicality helped us stay healthy too, because we're used to it. It's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a couple different philosophies on that. I know, but, and I used to be around coaches that, uh, played it that way and if you can stay away from the injuries I really feel strongly that that's a good way to do it but if you're injury prone prone you have to uh, then you get problems when you start beating each other up in practice so but uh, so that's a that's a great thing you got going down there no question well um you know it, it's old school I, I've been doing this a long time and I still think you know you win this game blocking and tackling is, mm-hmm. is how you win football games and, yeah you know, you can, you can, you can get cute. You know, the scheme is a big part of it. Culture is a huge part of it, but I think part of your culture has to be, you got to block and tackle or it's hard to win. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is your, Go this ahead. is your first state championship game, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, uh, you know, tell me your first impressions. You know, I, like you say, you know, you're still kind of on cloud nine. I said something to you. 
last night, I think, about paradise. You know, yes. you were uh, just came from paradise. And uh, did you realize that part of that community used to be called paradise down there? I did. I did. Yeah. It, okay. It, it, what, the feelings that all of us had there, it kind of was paradise for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, t- so tell me, uh, you know, your first thoughts about uh, getting to go to Lucas Oil and uh, let's see, you will be the last one. You'll be the sixth game, right? Yes, yes, we're the last game of the season. Oh, wow. Yep. So uh, tell us about it, a little bit about your thoughts. Well, I, I think, I think number one, you know, it's kind of like we talked to our kids about last night. It wasn't about advancing to the state finals. It was about winning a semi-state football game. And, and I think, you know, if you can keep things about the game, I think that you're, you know what I mean? Like I've always found that you're usually a lot better off if you can keep the kids in their same routine. So as much as we can, we're going to try to keep our team on the same, um, you know, routine that they've been on uh, the entire season. I think that's going to be really important. I know it's hard to do because logistically you're dealing with playing indoors and Lucas Oil Stadium and everything else. But, you know, I I, I think that that's my number one first impression, Ted, is, is we've got to treat this just like another football game that we're trying to win. And, um, you know, we've got a plan to go one and zero every day. We're just going to follow the same plan that we always do. And uh, um, if we can do that, I think, um, obviously it's, it's, you know, everybody knows it's a big moment, but sure. I think if we just, if we just play every play as hard as we can, mm. um, we're going to be fine. So I, I'm honestly, we're, we're going to try not to, to make it a whole heck of a lot different than a regular mm-hmm. week of mm-hmm. playing anybody on our schedule. Mm-hmm. One thing we talked okay. to, we, we talked to Bud Wright and uh, Bob Bridge was in on the conversation too. And uh, of course those guys have won state championships and they talked about first time they went into the dome and stuff, how they just took the kids in. And it reminded me of that Hoosiers movie where, you know, you measure the length of the, ba- the, you know, the height of the basket and say, Hey, it's the same here as it is anywhere else. And, uh, they both talked about they just let their kids go into the stadium and just wander around for a few minutes, just kind of do whatever they wanted to do, just to kind of get acclimated to the place. Now, so I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. And you know, as you guys know, one of the one of the great parts about the Indiana Football Coaches Association is the relationships that you have. And I'm fortunate that I'm fairly close with some guys that have been to quite a few of these, sure. and and I've been I've gotten some advice this morning from a couple of guys that have been multiple times that, Hey, these are the things we've done that I like. Mm-hmm. And these are the things we did that I wish I, we'd had to done. I don't want to do them again. So yeah, you know, want to, I don't want to make a first timer mistake, <laughs> uh, you know, on, sure. on things that kind of get kids out of their routine. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I appreciate everybody. Yeah. Um, any, the relationships you have through, through the coaching association. I, um, you know, like I said, I think I'm getting some really good advice right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you, when, when you're going to be playing on Saturday, I guess some guys would do anything to get out of the board meeting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, that, you know, I, I'm just, I'm excited for you, boy, because I know you've done this a long time. And I, you know, we talked earlier and uh, you hit a bump in the road when Martinsville and, uh, you kind of struggled a little bit, a couple ball games, but boy, you're rolling now, and it's you know it's it's onward and upward, it's and uh, just excited for you. Yeah. Really, am. Yeah, I appreciate it very much. You know, I 
the, the, the messages that I received last night really, really meant a lot to me from a lot of people. And, um, like I said, I, this is special for our kids and our community and our school. And, and honestly, for me, I, you know, my, uh, my, my, my wife, Susan might have been as happy after a football game huh. as I think I've ever seen her be. So, uh, oh. you know, it's a family thing too, you know, both of you know that yeah. your family's a big part of this. And my, my daughter and my son and, you know, my son was away, he's away, he's working and mm-hmm. my daughter's at school and, you know, but they were, they were just as excited as I was, I think last night. So that sure. meant a lot to me. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we wish you nothing but the best of luck. We're proud of you and uh, just proud of, the, like you said, the brotherhood amongst the coaches and stuff, seeing people succeed. Sure, we want to win on all of our games, but uh, uh, to see a quality program and a quality coach like yourself and your staff uh, get this and go down to Lucas Oil, that's just outstanding. So congratulations, Coach. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Have a great week, there. All right, we'll do. Yep. We'll be back with more right after this. Big Cat Promotions wants to congratulate your team for an outstanding season and help you celebrate your conference and state tournament series success with what we call the Triple Option. Commemorate your team's success, create a lifetime treasure for your players and coaches, plus provide a fundraiser for your program. You see, Big Cat Promotions works with hundreds of designers that are ready to take your idea and turn it into a family keepsake. Trophies, plaques, medallions, magnets, window clings. With over 100,000 products available, we can create just about anything that will be a lifetime reminder of your team's success. Call me, the Big Cat, today at 574-551-5916 or email at tiger at bigcatpromotions.com and congratulations on an outstanding season. And there you have it, very excited coach and excited program down there in Whiteland, and uh, that's going to be a great uh, a great game. Uh, coach Bob, let's talk about 4A. Okay, that game, uh, 4A, is going to be played at 3 in the afternoon on Friday. Number 7, New Prairie, 13-1, uh, is faced off against number 4, East Central, 12 and two, the Trojans. Uh, their only loss was uh, the eighth game of the year at 10, uh, 0 to 21. They defeated the Brickies in the sectional. They defeated Northridge, who was the state runner up last year in the regional, and beat Kokomo 10 to 9 in the semi state. Mm-hmm. This is their first. Uh, I have down in 2014, they lost to New Pal with Russ Radke. Uh, I had that. I don't know whether that. And yeah, offensive, right. offensively, they're averaging 35.2 points a game, which is eighth in 4A. And um, I'm going to go to East Central. And then, Marty, I want to come back to a defensive thing. East Central is 12 and 2. Their two losses, the third game, they lost to Cincinnati Moeller, 14-43. to And the ninth game of the year, they lost to Ron Colley, 21-19. Uh, they beat Martinsville, who had a very good year. They beat them for the sectional championship. Beat Evansville Memorial in the regional and came back against Ron Colley in the semi-state, who was number two and beat them 24-21 in overtime. Mm-hmm. This is their third appearance. Hot Rod Ballard uh, won it in 1994. Justin Roden won it in 2017. 
offensively, they're averaging 38 uh, points a game. That's fourth in 4A. Now, defensively, Marty, they are both averaging, holding their opponent, both teams, New Prairie and East Central, 10.64. They're both tied for second in 4A and tied 15th in all the schools. So I thought that was – I'm not a big stat guy, but I was trying to find some information that we would you wouldn't normally know. So yeah. they're both tied for second in defensive points allowed. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was uh, very interesting. Good stuff. Tom. Comment. Oh, well. Okay, um, we got a you know we got an interview with Casey uh, Kim of New Prairie, and you got to listen to it because uh, it's not a normal ending to the football game. Obviously, a ten nine score tells you that, but uh, it's very um, you know it's just like uh, this is something that's supposed to happen or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. I right. think it's, uh, you know, something that we should listen to. All right. Well, let's take a listen. Okay. Casey McKim, New Prairie. All right. I think, what, three years you've been at New Prairie now. How does New Prairie uh, get where they're at? Uh, uh, they beat Kokomo, and uh, let's talk about that first, Casey. Uh, let's talk about the Kokomo game last night. Um, well, you know, it uh, didn't quite start off the way we wanted, and, and most of the game it wasn't looking particularly good. Their first drive, they came down and uh, scored a touchdown. Um, af- af- and so what ends up happening is they missed the uh, extra point, which we knew was going to be probably a big thing at some point in the game. Um, our offense really struggled most of the game. We had a, a touchdown called back. Uh, we didn't quite hold on to a ball in the end zone for a touchdown. We had a bunch of opportunities just coming up short. And, um, and eventually we throw an interception. Our defense gets a big stop. They kick a field goal. They're up 9-0 uh, with about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. We drive it all the way down into the red zone. We end up having to settle for a field goal with about four minutes left in the game. Mm. And uh, we go for the onside kick. We get it. Oh, we take wow. uh, a shot over the top. We get it down inside the 10. And, uh, and then we end up running it in, hit the extra point. We're up 10-9. And our defense gets one last stop after they've been getting stops pretty much the whole game, and um, and that's the history. That's the ball game. So wow. I mean, it was uh, it was looking very hairy there for most of the game. <laughs> well, Holy man, that sounds like an incredible way to sounds what, like good coaching yeah, to me. Yeah. Just, just kind of hang around, hang around. So keep your composure. Yeah, I, I, was, I was really big out of the way. I was just yeah. really proud of the way our kids kept fighting, um, no matter how much we were struggling, and and the, some of those little errors that our, our kids just stayed focused and just kept fighting mm-hmm. the whole time. They they just it's really a um, the shows their character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maturity. Well, you team. know, you what you lost one game this year to Penn, uh, you know, in the conference, and so holy cow! I mean, it's a team. It's, it's a team concept, right? And also, uh, we talked about a little bit off uh, the camera here that, uh, uh, you know, New Prairie's been really successful uh, in their athletic program. Um, I am almost 80 years old, and I used to go to New Carlisle 
and talked to Iron Lynch, who was a head football coach over there way back when. All right. And, uh, you oh, know, I've, heard, I've heard the name for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bill Iron Lynch and, if you, and Harry Tolman and Bill Doba. And, uh, you know, it's all history there with the New Carlisle area. So, anyway, um, get on with with New Prairie. How, how excited? I'm sure this is a dumb question. Uh, you know, how do you feel about this? But, um, you know, the fact that you are now going uh, to be at Lucas Oil. Um, it, it just feels amazing. My, my first year that I came in, uh, I left Balpo as an offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and uh, we had just made the state game, lost a new pal in the, in the 5A game, and then mm-hmm. COVID hit, and this opportunity came about. And, you know, the first year, I, I mean, you got to admit that it was very difficult. We went 5-5, five and five and, and just dealing with all those, the you know, the challenges that COVID brought in the mm-hmm. school and, and teaching and coaching and and it was just really, really difficult. And so uh, last year, you know, we made a, a big jump. We made it to the semi-state game, but we came up short against Northridge in, in what was equally as crazy of an ending as it was this year with Kokomo. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're down pretty much inside the 20-yard line with two minutes left. We throw an interception. They The next play, we're tied up at the time. Next play, they throw about a, a 70-yard bomb. Uh, touchdown to win the game and so you know it's it feels just amazing our kids came back this year just with a certain amount of determination putting that time in the weight room putting all that time and focus and knowing that how close they were to the to the big goal mm-hmm. to have that opportunity and to, and to see it to come to fruition last night it's just you know it's a lot of work finally coming and paying off and, and it feels really really good absolutely coach yeah. who's some of the guys, kids that played well or your units that played well last night overall our, our defensive unit was just absolutely unbelievable uh, Kokomo of course runs that power double tight double wing look and sure. and our defense up front Tavion Ortman um, Cole Staley Nathan Andrzejczyk our D-line Jacob Marzinski Dylan Wilson and um, Naden Ziegler um, th- those guys really just absolutely were punishing. You know, that first drive, they they really gave us a look that, you know, you just can't see that level of speed and physicality. But we really started to shut that down as the game went on. And, and so uh, just an unbelievable job by them. And then our special teams, our kicker, Owen Chalik, hit a field goal and then a perfect onside kick. Mm-hmm. And, and so those were really the big things. Our, our defense and our special teams had an outstanding evening and gave us a chance to win that game. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, Valpo must have taken a page from her playbook, too, because they got out of Fort Wayne with a, a one-point win and just a gutty finish to that game also where they ran in for two points in overtime to win the game. It was a tremendous football game also. So you guys are on yes, the same very page. very happy for them. <laughs> always, good to, always good to see it and uh, get to see some friends down in Lucas Oil. You bet. You bet. Well, Coach. Um, well, we had, you know, the North will rise again. You know, I'm excited this year about the state tournament because, well, because New Prairie's in it for one thing, all right. And you look at and Valpo's in it, not supposed to be there, and they're, you know, Ron Colley gets beat. Not mm-hmm. that I hate Ron Colley, but uh, East East Central beats Ron Colley, so. Mm-hmm. All these new people, yeah. uh, all these new people are going to be, uh, you know, on on Lucas Oil Stadium, and uh, that that is exciting to me. I've been in this game a long time, mm. 
and associated with it a long time. And it, and it's, I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's okay. We just talked to, you know, we just talked to Michael Mosier from Adam central and he's got a rematch, uh, with, uh, Lutheran and, you know, it's just, it's, it's exciting to me. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And it's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see, you know, um, you see some teams that are, that have been there before, but, you know, maybe had a few years where they haven't been there. And then you have some teams, some rematches, you know, the state games just bring a lot of different uh, variety to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of styles of play. And so, yeah, we're just excited to be a part of the event and to, to just prepare ourselves for the opportunity um, to, to, to play the best that we can and, and to find a way to win and, and reach that ultimate goal. So mm-hmm. our kids are ecstatic. We already did our film work this morning after a, a late night bus ride coming back. <laughs> so we're back to work to tr- see what we can do to, uh, to finish it off the right way. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, coach, you've, and uh, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't snow or get cold in Lucas oil. Yeah, so you yeah. got, it's to your you advantage. got that going for you. Mm. Uh, no doubt. I, I, I love that uh, <laughs> we're indoors this week after last night. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, coach, congratulations on just a tremendous effort there. And, uh, we know that uh, you will do an outstanding job down there, and we certainly wish you the best of luck as you go into uh, the state championship game. Thank you so much. And if you guys need anything from me, let me know. But I always finish off with go Cougars. You bet. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, there you have it. Once again, another very excited coach and a coach that's fired his team up, fired his community up. I was watching on uh, TV here, and they had uh, quite a little piece on uh, – the whole community, Rolling Prairie, as well as New Carlisle, and uh, they're all excited about uh, New Prairie football up there. So, uh, all right, uh, Coach Bridge, go ahead and continue on. Okay, 3A. This game will be at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Number three, Chittard, 10 and 4, takes on number five, Lawrenceburg, who's 13 and 1. Uh, uh, Chittard's four losses. I, I know we've I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. Third game of the year, they lost at Round Collie. Fourth game of the year, they lost to Cathedral. Seventh, they lost to Christian Brothers, a school out of Missouri, mm-hmm. and they lost the ninth game at Cincinnati Elder. Uh, I think those four are pretty good heavy hitters. Yeah. They beat Kit Daring Catholic in the sectional. They beat the Yorktown Tigers in the regional. And last week, they defeated number one West Lafayette 21-3. to three. Uh, They have – this will be their their 16th attempt at a state championship. Now, I looked – Ted gave us the list of coaches. Mm-hmm. I, I There's a pattern here, and it doesn't look good for Chittard. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Wellington won in 1983-84. Craig Barr, 1997-1998. Tom Dilley, 2001-2002. Then Vince Lorzano, 03-06-7-10-11-12-15. Rob Doyle, who's there now, won in 2019-2020. So they've won back-to-back several times out of those 15 times mm-hmm. and they won the last two years, 2019, 2020s. So, no, they didn't win last year. No. Okay. So the pattern, they could start a new pattern. Okay. They're playing Lawrenceburg. who's 13 and one. 
Lawrenceburg lost the very first game to East Central, 38-3. to um, They beat Brownstown Central in the sectional. They beat Southridge in the regional. And in the semi-state, they beat Monrovia 35-7. to Dick Peter uh, won the at Lawrenceburg, won the state in 1975 and 1978. The reason they won in 78 was the last game of the year at Lawrenceburg against the South Adams Starfires. I was had to take them down there, and we got beat by the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Now, Marty, you mentioned over the whole all the podcasts, defense wins championships. Lawrenceburg is allowing 6.07. Points allowed. That's number one in 3A, and it's number one in the entire state. Huh. Um, Chittard coming in with 10 and 4, heavy record. Uh, but Lawrenceburg Tigers are playing tremendous defense. Comments. Well, here again, you've got two just really strong teams, and uh, they're just going to, it's just going to be a war. And, uh, wow, I wouldn't, I, if you've noticed, I have not offered my opinion on who's going to win what here. In fact, no one has because they're going to be that kind of football games, I think all the way across the board. So, um, it's just going to be a tremendous uh, weekend to watch, um, high school football at, at its best in the state of Indiana. Yeah. I like Lawrenceburg from the standpoint, uh, you know, they're coming out of the South. Uh, they've won, you know, lost the first one in one sense. Uh, Ryan Canega is a dedicated rating boards member. And uh, they're just, you know, they, they've got their work cut out for them because of the fact that, uh, you know, Chittard, you know how good Chittard is. Yeah, and true. they, Chittard has played people that Lawrenceburg has not. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I think the original onslaught will be very, very important. Right. Uh, you know, how things go. If Lawrenceburg can hang in there for a while, uh, I think they'll settle in and uh, it'll be a good ball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old the old, old saying about been there, done that, the Tars have got an advantage here, a big advantage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they could call it the Chittard Open down there. They've been down there so much. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, um, all right. Uh, well, we got a couple other Catholic schools that are going to go at each other for the two A. Let's uh, let's talk about them, Marty. All right. This is a repeat rematch from last year in two A. Uh, we've got Andrean going against Evansville Modern Day. Uh, number three, Andrean's ten and three. The Fighting Fifty Niners under Chris Coach Chris Skinner. Anybody know the story behind the 59ers? What's a 59er? Yeah, yeah I it's, do. That's street. It's the name of the street the schools are. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yep. Instead of uh, the 49ers, they are the 59ers because that's the schools located on that street. That's correct. All right. All right. The route they took, uh, the sectional championship, they beat Bremen. Regional championship, uh, they beat number nine, Lafayette Central Catholic. And last week uh, against four, number eight, Fort Wayne Lures, 
they won 48-29. Uh, last year, the state finals, uh, like I said, Andrean Evansville, modern day, uh, Andrean won 21-9. So they're looking for their uh, to be repeat champions. This is Andrean's eighth trip to the state finals. And I thought this was an interesting fact that uh, neither of these teams have a 2A team on their schedule, mm. 2A or 1A team on their schedule. Mm-hmm. Combined, they play 2-6A, 4-5A, 11-4A, and 1-3A. Oh, wow. That I don't know if there's any, any story behind that, but it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That the strength of schedule makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. amen to that. <laughs> And sure. Evansville, Evans number five, Evansville, modern day, 11 and three, the Wildcats under Mike Goble, uh, the route they took, Gable, I'm sorry, in the sectional, they beat North Posey, in the regional, number five, Triton Central, and last week in the semi-state, they beat number one, Linton Stockton, 51-28. This is uh, modern day seventh trip to the state finals. So again, this is a repeat from last year's state final game and we'll see what the outcome is going to be. And yeah. that's to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we and did he, get a chance to talk to coach Gable and, uh, he interesting fellow, um, a legend and not only in football, but in also wrestling. So, uh, uh, we got a, uh, chance to talk to him so let's take a listen to what he had to say about this big game rematch game with andre yeah we have mike gable of modern day and we're going to have a true north south matchup here <laughs> uh between uh in the south evansville modern day and andre in the north so mike uh can you tell us a little bit about linton stockton uh, you scored 51 points last night well, we we were clicking last night. I, I I don't know how to explain it really because it was by far our best performance of the year. Um, we opened kickoff. We held Linton and they punted, and we were able to uh, take it in and score. And then we, you know, it was a repeat three times in a row, and mm-hmm. uh, we jumped on them early. And it was it's awfully hard for even a team as good as Linton to overcome that. Sure. I think it was like thirty four to eighteen at, at half. And they have a, I think, a top fifty player and their quarterback Hunter Jennings. But um, last night it was just our night. It, things just went really well. Our kids were playing loose and having fun, and played with a lot of confidence. Go hmm. choose. That's what you've been. Yeah, that's what you've been looking for, right? I mean, you're getting better and better <laughs> and better, and uh, this is the week to be best. Hmm. Well, we we've gotten a little bit of our health back from injuries and. You know, it's been a slow, say, progress there. But overall, just like the attitude of the players right now, they're they're playing. And Coach Oliver and Linton got a great program. I know they're disappointed. But uh, last night, I think it, it just worked out the way it did, and we're very grateful. Right. Who played well for you, Coach? Can you give us some highlights of your players? Well, <laughs> there was a number of them. Sure. Joey Pierre has been uh, injured. He's a running back, and he did the bulk of the carries. Side, and I think – he had like 180 yards, oh, wow. 182, something like that. For us, that's pretty pretty pr- productive. Uh, Mason Wonderlake has been running the ball more, our quarterback, and he also, uh, I think he was like 14 out of 18 
and a couple hundred yards. So it was a good mix. We had good receivers who, uh, you know, I think he threw to seven different receivers. So mm-hmm. uh, we spread the ball around. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint one. Right. I do want to say our, our PAT pro, uh, kicker, uh, Tyler, he's, so far he's done a great job. This year he's uh, not missed one, mm-hmm. and he also kicked a field goal. And then we had another kicker. Who's a, also, I think he's on his way to becoming an All-State soccer player. But oh, yeah. he comes every day to practice, and then he goes to soccer. But mm-hmm. he uh, he kicked a couple field goals for us, and he kicked a couple in the end zone on the kickoff. So that's a valuable weapon. Mm-hmm. Coach, you're obviously a veteran of doing this, but uh, can can you see a comparison between the kind of championship teams you've had before with this team? Do you see some, uh, obviously, some likenesses amongst them? Well, I think so. But, you know, we this is a rematch from a year ago. Sure. There's one certain pillar that is still uh, putting on the – and grand jer- jersey and pants, yeah. and, and he's a man. He is. Wow. <laughs> you he, I don't know how. I don't know how we're going to be able to even slow him down. I know mm-hmm. Lures last night. Uh, he he named his uh, stores, his yards, and everything else. Mm-hmm. He's he's definitely just someone to be reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah. So you think Notre Dame knows what they're doing when they were <laughs> They do, and I understand he might be as valuable or as good in baseball, and that might be his future. I don't know, but mm. I think he's got some good options. And okay. obviously with his strength and his work ethic, he's got all kind of records for uh, lifting and things like that. He's just the strongest, maybe one of the most complete athletes in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well uh, – I'm sure you'll learn something from when you look at the tape and everything. Uh, and also, uh, you say it's a rematch, which it is. And uh, and I know you're looking forward to it. So, uh, you know, what – you know, is, is it good to be a rematch, you think? Well, yes, I think we got a little familiarity. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, if, if it wasn't going to be Andre and it would have been Fort Wayne Lewis. And right. We played them three times as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we finished on top one time and went home with the uh, Red Ribbons uh, other times, and that's what we did last year. We I hope we could show up and represent the South and, and at least make a game of it. We know it's an uphill battle, but you know what? It's the game of football. It's high school, and mm-hmm. who knows what can happen. Absolutely. That's right. Well, well, Coach, I have no doubt. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Ted. Go ahead, Ted. I just have no doubt that this is going to be uh, an outstanding football game. It's two really great programs, and you guys are s- similar in the way. I mean, you play off your schedule, and you play big-time schools to get ready for this kind of competition, as does uh, Coach Skinner up at Dandran. So, uh, man, I just think it's going to be a, a tremendous matchup. And, it's Coach, it's such a, a good thing for Indiana high school football to see two juggernauts like this go at each other. So I just congratulate well, you and wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you, and I'll be uh, perform, as you mentioned. I know Andre and Will, and Coach does a great job. And, mm-hmm. ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take a breath before I say much more. <laughs> okay. it's uh, You open up the tournament, right, Friday at, two, at noon? Uh, yes. Yeah. I was hoping we could, because of the uh, time difference, the Coaches Association at one point was going to flip maybe game one and game two with the – Whoever traveled the most distance, this 
it's hard to, to travel on uh, Thanksgiving Day and sure. you know mm-hmm. hotel it, but hey, we're grateful if you have the opportunity oh, to yeah. play anytime anywhere. Right? Sure. So we're it's it's a great place to be, and uh, I know Andrea feels the same way. You bet. Right. All right. Well, appreciate thank, it, Mike. Thanks, thank you. Thanks, Coach. You bet. Thank you very much. Good luck. There you have it from uh, certainly one of the most storied coaches in football and wrestling in the state of Indiana. Uh, coaches, some comments on this 2A game. Uh, yes, defensively, uh, points allowed. Uh, Evansville Modern Day is allowing 14 points a game. That's fourth in 2A. But Andrean is allowing 15 points a game, which is sixth in 2A. So they're very, very similar in points allowed. Uh, Dave, I'm going to make a prediction in this one. All righty. Catholic Catholic (laughs) schools. I think I got that. Catholic school is going to win. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And, Bob, you're always going out. You're such a high roller. I mean, I couldn't go to the (laughs) casino with you. You'd be way out of mind. You'd be in the high roller club right away. So, all right, Coach Huber, Ted Huber, you got something about Well, you know, Marty mentioned the schedule, strength schedule and there i think there's a couple things uh the biggest one is that they are the small school in a big conference mm-hmm. uh it's kind of like bremen in the old days when they were always the little school uh when coach bungie was there and uh but anyway they you know they they play lowell they play hobart they're in the conference with them as far as andrean and then right. uh evansville is in the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference with all the Evansville schools with 5A Castle and with um, Jasper and, you know, so anyway, uh, that's not to take anything away from them, but I think that's one of the, uh, you know, one of the reasons why. And, of course, Andrean, they search out uh, better programs. Uh, Their their out-of-conference schedule uh, is where they go get the biggies, yeah. okay? And uh, uh, they don't have a uh, non-conference schedule in the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference because they got too many teams. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Andrean goes in looking at the NFL kind of thing, and, man, Detroit King and people like that, they play. Uh, I'd be afraid to even, you know, get on the field with those people, but not Andrean. They go right at it. And uh, in the past, this game has been at noon. Mm-hmm. I think on the IHSA schedule, it's at 11 o'clock on Friday. Yes. Yeah. Instead of 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one thing I failed to mention is that uh, Andrean, they're going after their fourth state championship. Uh, they've had uh, three before under coaches Brett St. Germain, Phil Mason, and, of course, Chris Skinner last year. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, Evansville Modern Day. Like I said, this is their seventh trip. They've uh, they're going after their second state championship. Uh, the last one was back in 2000 under Mike Gable. Yeah. So yeah. another couple facts for the two A team. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, this is a uh, these two schools are traveling the furthest, yeah. and you know we mentioned before that. Uh, you know, there's rumors Andrean's coming down night before. Well, I don't think Evansville is. So that that is a definite, um, you know, situation that uh, it's not good. 
you know. I mean, plus, you know, uh, Evansville's coming down and are going up, and uh, it's eleven o'clock game, and uh, they're on Central Time, yeah. so it's ten o'clock their time. So uh, anyway, uh, you know, football is football, and those kids will adapt to it. The coaches will adapt to it. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. enough about that. Right. All right. Moving on to 1A. Let's do it. All right. 1A again, just like 2A, the repeat game from last year's championship game, Adam Central against Indianapolis Lutheran. Uh, number two, Adam Central's 14-0, and 0, the Flying Jets, under Coach Mike Mosser. Is it Mosser or? Mosier. Mike Mosier. Okay. The sectional, they beat Northfield in the championship. In the regional, they beat number six, Carroll of Flora. And last week in the semi-state, they beat uh, number four, North Justin St. Pierre for the second year in a row in the semi-state, 35 to nothing. Uh, they've had, this. they're going after, Adam Central's going after their second state championship. Their last one was in 2000 with Rick Minich. Uh, last year's score, Adam Central, Indianapolis, Lutheran, uh, Lutheran won 34-28. So it was a heck of a ball game. Great game. The last defeat of Adam Central, of course, was last year in the state championship game. Uh, Adam Central, this is uh, their third trip to the state finals. They're going up against. Indianapolis Lutheran, number one, 14 and 0, the Saints, coached by Dave Pass. Uh, the route they took, number 12 in the sectional, number 12, Covenant Christian, the last team to beat them back in 2020. On the regional, they beat Providence. And in the semi state, they beat number three, North Decatur, 28 7. This is Indianapolis Lutheran's third trip to the state final. But they have won at least six. Uh, they have won regional championship six out of the last seven years. Mm-hmm. So they've been right there yeah. for the state championship of uh, the semi-state. Mm-hmm. They were last defeated, like I said, in the sectional, the second round of the sectional in 2020 by Covenant Christian. Mm-hmm. If my math is right, my math is not very good, but I think they will be going for their 30th victory in a row. Wow. Uh, and you talk about defense, Bob. In the tournament, the three games in the sectionals were all shut out, and they only gave up seven points in the regional and seven points in the semi-state. Mm-hmm. So they've only given up 14 points in a whole tournament. So I don't know what your stats say for their rank, but I got to be pretty high. The defensive side of the ball, I don't know, Bob. What do you got? Defensive uh, points allowed, Lutheran is 9.71. That's third and 1A, but ninth overall. Adam Central is allowing 10.1. That's fourth in 1A. Mm -hmm. Lutheran is third. And Adam Central is 12 overall. Now, let's flip to offense for a second. Adam Central is averaging 46.07. Mm-hmm. 
which is second in 1A, but fourth in all the schools. Now, Lutheran is number one in the state, both obviously in 1A, but overall they're averaging 49.43 points a game. Wow. A game. Wow. So they're very close offensively and very close defensively. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. As far as the stats. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, one thing that has a bearing on that defensive, they they gave up 41 points against Triton Central back in the third game of the year. Yeah. Yeah, they beat them 54-41. Yeah. I don't know if I was uh, – if I was Adam Central, I'd be talking to Triton Central coach and see how the heck they score. <laughs> able, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. My, I, I'm going to go ahead and give my uh, thoughts here. Uh, two things jumped out at me uh, about Adam Central. In the regional, Carroll of Flora was ranked sixth, and their only loss was to Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then in the semi-state, North Judson's ranked number four. Adam Central shut both of those good teams out, mm-hmm. thirty-five to nothing. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw North Decatur uh, beat uh, Sheridan two weeks ago, and North Decatur is pretty quick, mm-hmm. uh, but they got beat twenty-eight to seven by Lutheran. I Hurley from Cecina said uh, Lutheran is physically a big team, mm-hmm. big team. Uh, this might be one of the quickest defensive teams <laughs> Adam Sickles ever had. Mm-hmm. They are really, really quick. But I think that those 235-0 against Carroll and North Judson stick out in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and last year's score, and we talked about this in previous podcasts, uh, the first half, Adam Central seemed to be somewhat in control. Then Lutheran in the second half, their speed in space seemed to take over, and it ended up being 34-28. Mm-hmm. So statistically and everything, Marty's got 2A and 1A, and they're both rematches. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm My gut feeling, and I'm, I'm doing this honestly, Bummy, okay. uh, I'm picking Adam Central. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We have got an inter- interview with Coach Michael Mosier, Uh so why don't we take a listen to that and see what he has to say about uh, this exciting and tremendous season and this rematch that's coming up. Okay, we have Michael Mosier from Adams Central. Uh, big winner last night. Yeah. Uh, Michael, congratulations. And, uh, uh, you know, how, how did you do it? Well, yeah, it was it was a tough ball game. I mean, uh, hats off to – to North Justin, and, and we knew that it was going to be that way going in. It was really back and forth in that uh, that first quarter. Uh, kind of both teams kind of turned the ball over and kind of, you know, grabbed a hold of the momentum here and there, and uh, eventually we were able to, to break through uh, after one of their miscues and, and finally score. Uh, and then uh, in the second quarter, we were able to do it again. So we were at 14 uh, to nothing at uh, – at the half and uh, felt pretty good about uh, what, what things were working offensively and, and felt good about things defensively. And then in the second half, things just uh, went our way, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a hard time moving the ball against us. I thought our defense played great. And our offense was just, you know, it, it was very basic. You know, you want to watch a, a, a smash-mouth football game. That's mm-hmm. what we had last night with mm-hmm. both teams just uh, trying to 
out out smack the other on on a, a snowy filled night. I mean, uh, uh, just uh, just cold and snowy and just a just a crazy game. But our kids just came through and did a great job, and I I'm just thrilled for them. Uh, very excited. Give us some names, coach, of some of the kids that played well for you or groups. Well, number one, yeah, number one, Ryan Black, our quarterback, um, just uh, played outstanding. I mean, he's been growing as a leader. Uh, he's been our starter now for three years. And, and uh, just thinking where he's come from his sophomore year, a lot of times um, me and him will laugh uh, at some of the things he would do his sophomore year to make me, make me pull my hair out. And, and he, <laughs> he just has become a – just become a great leader uh, on this team and, and is a real big part of our success. Uh, last night, uh, uh, Keegan Bloom, uh, our fullback, had a real big game. Our line was able to, to open up some holes, and and Ryan was able to, you know, we went, uh, to, we gave the ball to Keegan, and then we had a, a Ryan running on the keeper several times, and they had a really hard time um, stopping that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, trying to trying to stop Keegan up the middle and then, once they think they'd have that stop, well, we we could pull it out. And, and Ryan ran around. I had had maybe a, a couple or, or three touchdowns uh, last night. So Ryan was Ryan was the big player for us offensively. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, and our offensive line just played great. And our wings did. You know, our wing backs didn't have much action, but they just blocked uh, great for what we needed to do. And I think that speaks volumes to you know why this team is successful. Is just because they. They play unselfishly. You know, mm-hmm. it's never about one guy. Uh, it really is about team. And, uh, you know, our, that's just how they play. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our tackles, our defensive tackles, Zach Worm and Lane Langridge and Braden Moon, these guys played uh, outstanding for us to, to shore up the, that, that, um, their offensive line and, and really control the line of scrimmage. So mm-hmm. I, I would attribute a lot of the success to those guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's I, called a team, isn't it, Michael? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, a team. I mean, yeah it's a team. You know, you, know, you guys stress that. You know, you're undefeated this year, and of course, you lost one last yeah. year. Yeah. And uh, you're kind of getting used to this. Well, so, we yeah. we definitely hope so. We right. definitely hope so. We we like it. it. You know, it it's not it's not easy. You know, it it may look yeah. like it's easy on paper. It's not. It is it is difficult. It is hard. We've had to beat some some really good teams along the way for, you know, both years. And uh, it's a challenge and we, we love the challenge and it's, it's exhausting, of course, as every coach will tell you, uh, but it's also exhilarating. And, you know, I, I, I really, really love the kids that we have. They just play so hard uh, and we may not be the most talented in, in all actuality. They just play so hard that they right. play hard and they play, they play well together. And they really do have that team concept, and and uh, that's I, that's why I think they they just are hard to beat because they play so well together. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a key. Well, you're going to gonna, you're, you're gonna have a rematch. Yeah, right? yeah. Going to have a little rematch here. Uh, we'll all get together. Uh, let's see. Uh, you are on Saturday first game, correct? Right, correct. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Uh, I meant a little bit about, uh, you know, what you're looking forward to as far as that's concerned. Well, you know, it, it is a very daunting task, and, and everybody in 1A will, will tell you that. I mean, mm-hmm. Indy Lutheran uh, is, is definitely one of the powerhouses, and they are outstanding, well-coached, mm-hmm. uh, very talented kids. Um, I'm not really – I don't know a lot of the names 
yet on this year's team. I'm just starting to look at that. But um, that, I know their quarterback is really good. They have some really good receivers there. They're good up front. They have a lot of guys. I don't know about a lot, but they got some some good kids back from last year's team. And, and uh, you know, I know defensively uh, it gave us fits up front. So we we have a daunting task ahead of mm-hmm. us. We yeah. know that, um, but we are excited. And uh, hey, you know, anything's possible. Uh, our kids uh, believe, and they know this is this is a, a huge challenge. Definitely, definitely the best team. Uh, that we will face. Um, we know they're going to throw the ball all over us, and, and that's not one of our strong points. We're really much better at stop and run teams than we are uh, spread teams. So it's a it's a challenge that our young secondary is 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 going to have to uh, really take on. I mean they've they've learned a lot through the year. We play a lot of spread teams, mm-hmm. uh, so that's a, that's good for us. That we've had an awful lot of practice, and they um, have really really excelled at, uh, at doing that. So we'll see if they can handle this challenge on, yeah. on Saturday. Cool. Uh, but we are, we are excited. Coach, can you, can you, and uh, I don't know, uh, can you, is there a difference between last year's team and this year's team that's noticeable marked, or is it pretty much, you know, just reloading and putting everyone back in the right spots? And it, you know, there's like a, a lot of similar. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities uh, that we have to last year's team. And we have a lot of our guys back. We were actually really young. Mm-hmm. Last year, you know, we, we had about six seniors that, that played that we lost that were outstanding, but we had some really good guys come in and fill shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, we, we're missing for sure uh, the, the speed that Alex Curry and Nick Newswander brought last mm-hmm. year at the wingback positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're definitely relying a little bit more uh, on our, our fullback and quarterback, but mm-hmm. uh, our wingbacks uh, are still very good, and uh, we use them effectively. Gavin Cook is one of those, and Ryan Tester is another, and and they've had a you know they've had a lot of success. Both are are you know about eight hundred yards on the the season, so oh, yeah. they've done well. But they, I, I say that's probably the biggest, and the other is in the secondary, of course, where uh, all those guys were seniors that yeah. played, except for Gavin Cook, who's who's back. He's the only one. So these are these are you know young guys, juniors that are. Uh, that are having to step up and and due to a couple injuries we got a, a freshman and a sophomore playing too um, so you know it, it it is it is what it is uh, this is very similar we're very similar to last year but we do have some differences that's what I would say right absolutely well the bottom line is they didn't exactly blow you away a year ago no. correct no it was correct and, uh, what was it 34 28 yeah right? uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So, uh, to that yeah you know yeah. that uh, that's a positive no question it is yeah. it is and, and we we definitely uh, want to do our best and we want to be able to have a, a shot at the end I think we did that Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, you know, we, we took it down to the wire and had a shot and just uh, fell a little short. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we always tell our kids, let's get to that fourth quarter. You know, we got two equal teams, well-matched, well-coached, you know, uh, get to the fourth quarter and uh, see what can happen. And, and we hope that uh, that's, that's the same thing this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Well, Coach, well, I'm I, sure it will be. Yeah, I have yeah. no doubt uh, with um, you know, the coaching staff that you have yourself and uh, – that group of kids and the way they played, I mean, I was so impressed with how your kids played last year when I saw them down the state uh, championship. Thank so you. I have no Thank doubt you. that uh, it's going to be an uh, incredible football game down there. So uh, we're just well, proud of you. They're going to play hard. Yeah, they're oh, going to yeah. play hard. I know that. <laughs> 
No question about that. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been commenting all year on 1A. I mean, uh-huh. holy cow. Is there, is there some teams in 1A? Yeah, there are. They, they, yeah, we're very proud of that fact. There's, Absolutely. You know what? When you look at when you look at Indiana football, uh, you go across the board. There's some great football being played, and, and we're very proud to be a part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, 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 you've done it, yeah. and uh, you got back to where you needed to be, and uh, you know, have a great week, man. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, really we'll, we'll do our best. Thank you, you so you much. You bet. Good luck, yeah. Coach. Thank you. Thank you. All right, it's going to be just an exciting weekend, and this game here I think is just going to be worth the price of admission, as Coach Ted Huber often says. Uh, so uh, comments, guys, on this uh, this game. Uh, kudos to the rating board. Of the 12 teams that are playing, uh, there are they're all ranked, um, and 10 of them are in the top five. Um and then there's one ranked seventh and one ranked ninth. And then the other thing I did, and this is the state final, so this shouldn't be a surprise, but of all the, the 12 schools, there's 143 wins and 20 losses. And Chittard has four of those because, and they're all to private schools in and out of the state. So it's 143 wins and 20 defeats total for the 12 the 12 uh, teams playing. Wow. That's incredible. All right. Well, anything else to, uh, for the good of the cause, guys? It's going to be an exciting and a great uh, two days of high school football down there at Lucas O.L. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm going to cue a little music here. We'll close things out. We want to thank everyone for tuning in. We want to uh, tell all the coaches across the state how uh, grateful and thankful we, we are to them for all the great things that they do for high school football. Um, regardless of what your record was uh, or is, the uh, coaches that work so hard to help uh, build not only good football players but good young men, and that is uh, really what it's all about. So I'm just really grateful for everyone that listens to this and everyone that uh, pitches in and that does their part uh, to make Indiana high school football just a great experience for our kids, for our communities, for the families, everyone that's involved. So uh, we encourage everyone to get down to the state championships. First kickoff is at 11 o'clock on Friday. And then, of course, Saturday will be the same thing. Two, four, and six are on uh, Friday, and uh, one, three, and five are on Saturday. So we hope to see everyone there. Thanks for tuning in, and be safe, and have a great Thanksgiving.